Sit back and listen and enjoy my podcast about health, wellness, fitness, yoga, business, and life. I talk about everything from ways of eating healthy, mindfulness, yoga, working out, manifesting, to pop culture, momming, adulting. I try to have fun and laugh at myself along the way of my sometimes stressed out and frazzled life. This is Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, and I am your host, Nikki Lanigan. I have a disclaimer for today's episode. My podcast is meant for entertainment, information, and inspirational purposes only. You are your own individual person. My podcasts and blogs are not meant to diagnose, cure, or treat any ailment. Today's discussion is about chronic pain. These are simply suggestions and things I have done. Again, I am not a doctor. I am not a surgeon. I'm not here to diagnose, cure, or treat anyone. Welcome back, Fit, Fun, and Frazzled listeners. This is episode 129, and I am your host, Nikki Lanigan. I want to first start off talking about my Positive Affirmation card deck. I'm really excited about this new product I have for sale on my website, www.nikki.yogaandwellness.com. They are called I Am Positive Affirmation Cards. Our thoughts create our reality. Where your intention goes, energy flows. So why not program your mind to think positive thoughts daily with these positive I am affirmation cards? Positive affirmations are a form of self-care. Practicing daily affirmations can help you overcome fear and self-doubt, motivate you, change your negative thought patterns into positive ones, influence your subconscious mind to access new beliefs, and help you feel positive about yourself and boost your confidence. It's really easy to use. I mean, any, just let your intuition guide you. Basically, every morning, pick a card. You can use your higher power, God, the universe, for assistance. You can shuffle and pick one you want on your own, or you can go in order that it is in the deck, or even choose a couple of them for the day. You can even use the same affirmation card for a week or even 21 days. So let your intention guide you. There is no wrong way to use these cards. I'm really excited about them, and it kind of, kind of ties into today's episode. But before we jump into today's episode, I want to talk about some podcasts that I listened to recently when I was on my little podcast break. Okay, so the first one is Mel Robbins' podcast, and it's pretty new, and I love Mel Robbins. And if you have not read The High Five Habit, I highly suggest you either listen to that on Audible or go out and buy the book, The High Five Habit. She also has um, The Five Second Rule, I think. Um, I have not read that one, but I know the gist of it just because I follow her and have watched her on YouTube and um, TED Talk shows and all of that. And that's basically you how to get yourself motivated. And I use this on my older oldest daughter. You just count down. Say you can't get out of bed. You can't get motivated. You don't can't get going. Just count down. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Um, there's probably a lot of other things in the book. Like I said, I have not read the book. But anyway, so the episode I'm referring to is about narcissists. And I know this is kind of a trendy word today in today's society. Everyone throws it around. 
even when someone's really not a narcissist. Um, but what's the thing that caught my attention is how we can easily be raising or molding our kids to become narcissists just because we live in such a different time, like with social media, constantly showing them like me, 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 um, praising them constantly on social media, like, oh, they're amazing. They did this. They won this, 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 this. And they're seeing this. They're seeing that we are constantly praising them, constantly saying all of their highlight reels, showing the world them. But this, this is what caught my attention. And I don't do this, um, but it just, it was kind of like, oh my gosh, yeah. Um, so you know how, say you're giving your kid a compliment and you could say something like, you're so smart. And you just say that, you're so smart or you're so kind, you're such a good soccer player. But when you rephrase that and you start to say, you are the smartest one in your class, you are the smartest kid in your school, you are the best soccer player in our city, you are the best football player on that team, you are the prettiest girl in this picture, you are the prettiest girl in the school. That is what caught, that's where the problem is because you are saying they are the prettiest. They are. And if, I don't think all kids, this would internalize this, but some kids, they could start to internalize this and thinking, well, I am, I am the best. I am the prettiest. And then that's what, where the problem comes and lies and can possibly be creating a narcissist. So just something that caught my attention and maybe being mindful when you're talking to your kids, not generalizing and saying they are the best or the prettiest in the class you know you want to be positive obviously with your kids and encourage them but yeah don't say they're the best football player on that team or in that city the other podcast I listened to was Ed Milet's podcast and this kind of this is there's probably four actors that are have really surprised me that are very um, spiritual and have done the work on themselves. They really in tuned, um, probably gone to psychiatrists, uh, therapists, and have done work. They're very spiritual. One kind of not really that far-fetched, you know, is Matthew McConaughey. So, I mean, he has been known to be, as I do air quotes, hippie-ish. So it's not that far-fetched that he's very in tuned with himself and really philosophical and can give great advice and does great speeches and um, into spirituality. The other three, though, are, and they're all three comedians. So the one is Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, if you watch him on YouTube or any videos, very, very knowledgeable. He gives great advice. He's really into manifesting spirituality, just something... Back in the day, like a few years ago, you wouldn't have thought this. Today, you kind of do because you've seen it. It's out there. Um, the second one is Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey really caught me off guard. And he's also a comedian and he's a game show host. But he is also very in tuned with life and spirituality. He's done the work on himself. You can Google and watch videos on him on YouTube giving speeches and advice and it's really really good and then the last one this really this is he was on Ed Milet is Dane Cook this one I was really shocked by and I'm hoping not to be sounding judgmental 
but I just didn't picture him to be so in tuned to life and, you know, spiritual. He also mentioned things like his inner child and shadow work. So he has definitely done the work. If you don't know what inner child is and um, shadow work, that is a lot of spiritual um, therapies do that. A lot of yoga work does that. Um, But yeah, just those kind of caught me by surprise, I guess. Um, And also then go listen to the Ed Milet podcast with him on it and then go listen to Mel Robbins podcast also. So now my podcast episode, I want to talk about chronic pain and I want to talk about pain management in a holistic way. So as a lot of you have known, if you follow me and if you listen to my podcast, I have had back issues for a couple years now, probably five years, but the worst was this past year. My back went out in March and I kind of did my usual stuff because I have gotten used to it. You know, spinal decompression, spinal decompression therapy, chiropractic care, physical therapy, massage. And then you get on the regimen of, you know, steroids, oral steroids, anti-inflammatory. And I think that's it. I didn't, uh, they never prescribed me a painkiller, but they might. Um, Well, this podcast, I kind of want to talk about well, chronic pain, and then I want to talk about it more of a holistic approach, Dif- different options. You've got to be your own advocate and your own person. So what works for me and another person might not work for you. Maybe you do need the steroids. Maybe you do need the painkiller. Maybe you do need the chiropractic care and um, surgery. And maybe, and I, I also, this past time, I got a spinal epidural of steroids also, and that didn't help. And then I was supposed to get surgery, but I did not get surgery in October like I was supposed to because I just didn't feel like it was right. And my back started healing a little bit, and I started having really bad panic attacks. But when I started to do the work, which I'm going to talk about in this episode, the pain did start to dissipate. So whether you believe in, maybe it is the placebo effect. Maybe it's really, my back went out last March, so it's possibly coming up on a year and it did start to heal itself. Whatever you believe in, these are just other ideas that I want to share with because I do think a lot of this did help my back. So three books I read. Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. It's really good about pain and pain management and healing your body, just anything. It doesn't have to be like a physical pain. It could be like acne, fibromyalgia. It's about positive affirmations as well. So one of the reasons why I created my I Am Positive Affirmation card deck. I really, really, really believe in them. Then I read Kimberly Schneider, You Are More Than You Think You Are, and it's Similar in the idea, loving yourself, treating yourself kindly. And then I just finished Dr. Joe Dispenza Supernatural. And in this, it even talks about there's case studies and science backed about meditation and meditation healing people from chronic illness and chronic physical pain. Um, There's also The Body Keeps the Score. 
I have not read that, so I really can't go on that, but that's also similar. Our body holds on to our stress. It holds on to our emotions. It holds on to our trauma. So it can manifest into physical pain. So in Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life, it goes through any ailment and what it is. And a lot in your back is anger, unresolved anger issues, low self-esteem, and sadness. So when you start um, to look into those, uh, I started doing kundalini meditation and kundalini um, yoga, kundalini breath work. Kundalini is a type of yoga and it is an energy in your spine and it's so good for clearing energy, clearing stored emotions, clearing um, stored trauma. So we're going to come back to all of this, but first I want to talk about, you know, chronic pain. So They say chronic pain is something that lasts longer than, um, I think, longer than three to six months. So it depends on a doctor. So yes, mine happened in March. It is now November. But at the end of September, it started feeling better. Um, Chronic pain can be from anything from a past injury or surgery, a back problem, migraines, if you get them, can like monthly for years can be chronic pain, arthritis, nerve damage, inflammation, fibromyalgia, and symptoms can include a dull ache, throbbing, burning, shooting, squeezing, stinging, soreness, stiffness. Sometimes the pain is in many areas of your body, like mine, for instance, was in my low back, and then it radiated from my left hip, my left um, leg all the way down, like my hamstring, the back of my knee, my calf, my ankle, my foot, my arch, and then started to radiate from my right arch, my right ankle, and my right calf. So it started, the nerve pain started to come all the way back up the other side. Um, And it can make other symptoms such as you're very tired, you're wiped out, you're exhausted, you're not hungry, trouble sleeping, mood changes, weakness, and lack of energy, and in some even depression. So this summer from May to August was my worst month, worst months, I should say. And it's um, now that I'm on the other side, you know, I didn't talk about it because it just, it was the worst pain. I did cry many days. I did get down. I don't think I was depressed just because I'm just not that person that lays around. I mean, maybe I was. I don't think so, though. But um, yeah, it was a struggle mentally and emotionally for me and I do a lot for my kids and around the house and just daily normal things that I had to function and I was always in so much pain and I felt like I became such an irritable crabby and cranky in person and I was mean and I was just so like in a low place that I was so sick of feeling this way and then on top of it in May I got COVID and pneumonia and stuff and I was just like down and out for May and June. Um, when we came back from vacation, the beginning of July, I did go see my spinal surgeon, my, my spinal doctor. And she said, it, and I got an MRI and she said, it's time for surgery. So I was like, I know, let's do it. <laughs> um, but then I also started taking my mental health into my hands. Um, and that's when I started Kundalini yoga, Kundalini meditation, Kundalini breath work. I also incorporated an anti-inflammatory diet. I eat plant-based, so as anti-inflammatory plant-based diet, I started back on celery juice. 
and I started doing ginger shots and this helps with so much inflammation in your body and it really helped me. Um, I learned deep breathing and meditating and this is science backed. You know, it helps you relax. I tried to reduce stress in my life. Um, I tried to help with my anxiety. Um, I walked a lot. I got outside in the sun, got some vitamin D and walked because they say, you know, exercise is a natural endorphin and that helps. And if you're able to do, if it's not like a debilitating kind of chronic pain, if you can exercise still, you should. If you can do yoga, you should because while you're getting endorphins, you're also getting a boost of serotonin too and that helps you and it helps with so much it's such a mood booster other things you can do cut back on alcohol cut back on caffeine because those help with sleep those worsen sleep problems rather and if you're in a lot of pain like I was you're not sleeping anyways Um, you can even join a support group there's many support groups out there for different chronic pains I did not if you are a smoker try to quit smoking or slow down or lessen smoking because it said it can worsen chronic pain. And you might want to start journaling and track your pain levels and activities every day. See what you're doing when the pain starts to be worse. Are you sitting? Are you bending over? What are you doing? If it's knee pain, are you walking up the stairs, walking down the stairs? Rate it from zero to 10, 10 being the worst. If it's migraines, you know, you could do the same thing. Um, But you, you can also get massages or acupuncture, or acupressure. I didn't do, I've never done acupuncture, acupressure, but I've done Reiki, and this also helped me a lot, like getting the energy moving in my body, EFT, emotional freedom technique, or tapping, getting the energy moving in your body, eating a healthy diet, find ways to distract yourself. So I want to talk about kundalini yoga, though, because it is yoga of the spine and it moves your energy and it works with your chakras and the chakras are your root chakra and that is the at the base of your spine and then there's sacral solar plexus your heart your throat your third eye and the crown which is at the top of your head this moves energy up and down your spine it releases trauma it releases stress it releases emotion whether it's anger anger anxiety overwhelm depression you can use it for another way like manifesting and uh, bringing more joy too. But, you know, right now we're talking about pain. <laughs> um, so there are many ways to treat chronic pain without surgery. And this is just simply what I'm sharing with you. Um, you can also do um, physical therapy. So PT. Like I said, I did do this, and I've done this in the past. This time it did not work because I couldn't do anything. I literally couldn't do anything. So normally, so say if it's back pain, forward flexion or back flexion, you could either do one or the other. I couldn't do either. I had to have my spine and my back completely straight. Again, mindfulness and meditation. I know I keep coming back to that. Whether you want to do kundalini meditation or not, do a simple guided meditation. This can help. Can help you physically and emotionally and it can help manage your frustration your ir- irritability and depression 
you might have to do lifestyle modifications. So we got a boat this summer and I could not go on the boat. It hurt. I mean, I did, but I couldn't. It hurt hitting the waves, bouncing around. It hurt. It was not fun. And it sucks to say that because it's so exciting getting a boat and you don't want to sound ungrateful, but it was just to the point where I was in that much pain this summer that I was just like, oh my God, this is going to kill. Um, Injection-based treatments, there's that. There's nerve blockers. Oh, I I took nerve blockers too, and that didn't work at all. It gave me really bad anxiety. I got an epidural steroid injection, and that didn't work at all. You can do biofeedback therapy, electrical nerve therapy. There's that. I think it's called TENS. It's, you can buy them on this machine on Amazon. I didn't do that either, but I'm looking into it. Maybe you want to take um, an anti-inflammatory or a painkiller. Maybe you do want to get surgery. This is all up to you, and you have to be your own advocate and see what is right for you. I really meditated on what I needed and what I wanted, and I asked for help. I asked God, I called on God and the universe. So whatever you want, like God, the universe, your higher power, your angels or spirit guides, ask them to send you a message or help or if they have a message for you, if you need surgery or if you have some kind of ailment or physical chronic pain. So I have some of the things here from Louise Hay. Um, You can heal your life. What some things mean. So it's like potential um, information on your cervical spine. So your cervical spine is your neck. So if you were to say your MRI came back and you have um, one C, one C is like herniated or something, that is fear and confusion. Two C is rejection, three C is accepting blame, four C is guilt, five C is fear, six C is burdens. Thoracic spine, that's the middle of your spine. One T is fear of life. 2T is fear, pain, and hurt. 4T is bitterness. 5T is refusing to process the emotions. 6T is anger. 7T is storing pain. 8T is obsession with failure. 9T is feeling let down. 10T is refusal to take change. 12T is disowning the right to live. Lumbar, that is your low back. 1L is insecurity. 2L is stuck in childhood pain. 3L is guilt, self-hatred. 4L is financial insecurity, fear, feeling powerless. 5L is insecurity, difficulty in communicating, anger, sac- sacrum. That is loss of power, old stubborn anger, and um, cocox is out of balance with yourself, holding on, sitting on old pain. And then there's other things in her book, like I said earlier, if you have acne, if you have um, Crohn's or inflammatory bowel disorder, carpal tunnel, so many. There's so many. I I don't have my book on me, but anything, um, gout, hair loss, ringing in the ears, you know, anything like that, that is emotion or stored emotion, a stored, um, yeah, stored emotion, according to You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. So again, things I did. EFT, 
emotional freedom technique that is tapping, Reiki, meditation. I also did red light therapy and I got this on Amazon and it helps with anti-inflammatory. It helps heal wounds. It helps pain. I am celery juice, ginger shots, positive affirmations, walking, a plant-based anti-inflammatory diet or foods, foam rolling. I did a lot of foam rolling, working on your fascia, and that's in your body. Fascia also is where we store emotions, and emotions get stuck in our fascia, in our body. So foam rolling and rebounding. Rebounding is a mini trampoline. That helps release our fascia, get things moving. It also helps work our lymphatic system. Dry brushing I'm also doing, and dry brushing also helps move our lymphatic system. Kundalini, specifically Kundalini Fists of Anger. It's a meditation, and you put your hands in a fist. Your thumb is under your pinky, the pad of your pinky, and then the rest, your index, middle, ring, and pinky are folded over your thumb. And then you just move your arms like in a backward motion, like kind of like a backstroke, but going over the, your crown chakra. So you're releasing energy and motion and anger, uh, cleaning your aura, rather. And then there's breathing, breath work, things that you do with that. Salt baths. Salt baths. Pink Himalayan, not pink Himalayan. Epsom salt, rather. Oh my God. Okay. Epsom salt helps with muscles. Even if you went running or did some kind of, and you just have sore muscles from time to time, this is good. But this also helps with inflammation. It helps lower inflammation and stress. It's really, really good. Um, red light therapy also can help with psoriasis, rosacea, rosacea and eczema. And also in Louise Hay's book, You Can Heal Your Life, it, she talks about that too. She talks about psoriasis, rosacea, eczema, anxiety. Um, so there's those things. That, like I said, I really highly recommend these books that I named. Um, Kimberly Schneider's You Are More Than You Think You Are. Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life, and Dr. Joe Dispenza, Supernatural. So maybe you have never had chronic pain, but you know someone you love and care about that does. So supporting them is also something you should look into and just be mindful about. Be mindful when you're talking to them and still always include them, even if they say no. So it got to the point when people would, would be like, how are you? Like every day. And every day, I know that's they're being nice and they're, being, they're caring. But I wasn't going to say every single day. I feel like crap, you know? So I would always say, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, and a lot of times I didn't want to talk about it because I was just so down this summer. But if you know someone, be seriously be mindful. Because whether they're saying that, well, you wouldn't know because they could be saying that and they're not. <laughs> but listen to what they're, they're saying and believe them. If they are saying they are in this much pain, believe them. You should learn more about pain and symptoms also to help someone you love and care about and understand their, the pain scale and respect their physical limitations and respect that maybe they can't walk up a hill or they can't bend over. Help them. And Watch out for signs of depression and depression symptoms because chronic pain often is accompanied by secondary depression and depression can lead to individuals hiding their pain, making their emotions 
masking their emotions and making it seem less than, and then they can start to isolate themselves. So be sure to discuss this with anyone you love and support them and understand them and maybe gently suggest that they go to a doctor or psychiatrist. And that is also my takeaway with you guys. If you know someone that you care about or love and you see this, maybe tell them to go talk to someone. If you are going through this right now, go talk to someone. If any of these, you know, you have chronic pain and any of my holistic all natural approach seems like something you want to try, go for it, do it. But if not, and you want to do the surgery, go for it. You are your own person and you are your own advocate. And that is what I hope my, you have a takeaway with today is to believe in yourself and trust yourself and go with your gut. This is simply another informative suggestion, other options out there. If you have any questions, DM me. I want to hear what your biggest takeaway was in this episode today. As always, take time out today. Take care of yourself. Nurture yourself. Have a wonderful rest of your week, guys. Thanks.